Hey friend, welcome to Living in the Light. This is a space for you to be encouraged and to remember that you matter and that with God, even the messy parts of your story have incredible purpose and meaning. I'm here to bring real life to light. Hey friend, I'm Laura Lee and welcome to season three of Living in the Light. This time I'm coming to you from my apartment here in New York City. This season I am pulling back the curtain and trust falling in faith as I share the unfolding of a story happening right before my eyes in my life and in the ministry God is growing through Rise Collective Women. This is a leap of faith because much of this story has yet to come to fruition, but also because I can't share this story without being real about the pain and the struggle that have accompanied much of this season. God has put big dreams on my heart and he is teaching me what it means to believe that he is a God of immeasurably more. I know that God has put dreams on your heart as well. And I also know that you've walked through your own fill of struggles and disappointments. I want you to know that I empathize with you, and I truly believe that God is using all of those hard parts of our stories to bring beauty and redemption along the way. Ephesians 3, 20 through 21 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I pray that this season gives you courage and bravery to have faith in God and to believe and to trust Him for immeasurably more in your own life and story. So join me for the journey. Every Tuesday morning, I'll drop a new episode. Some weeks, you'll just hear from me, but I'll also be inviting some of my closest friends, mentors, and family to help me share this story. Today, it's just me on the podcast. I'm sharing the first part of this story that's unfolding. I invited a couple of my closest friends to sit on my bed with me as I recorded this episode because the truth is, this was a scary leap of faith, but I believe that God wants to encourage you as I sit in the heartache and remember and recount what God has taught me and continues to teach me about himself and the blessing that is getting to trust in him. So, where to begin? Um, I think this. I think about this story and going back to college and my time there. Um, I didn't really have community in my first couple of years in college and lived by myself. And I got, I think, to a point where I just realized I was struggling a lot with anxiety. And um, I was in a couple of relationships and just was so lonely. And found um, 
that I needed community. My, my faith was a lot of my own thing. Um, and realized that there just wasn't a ton of community on our college campus. Um, for those of you who are listening, my friends Natalia and Helen are sitting here with me. And they're listening to me share this story because I was, um, I didn't want to do it by myself. So they so kindly are listening. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a ton of community on our campus when it came to being a Christian. And so um, I realized that I just wanted to um, bring people together because, well, if you don't have community, make community. <laughs> and um started uh, a Bible study. Natalia was in it and just realized how much better life was with other people and my faith grew so much and I just felt like I was brought to life again by community. Um, And it was during that time that God, um, as he was just, you know, resurrecting my spirit, um, he gave me vision for I remember the night because I was in I was in my car at our university and I just saw an apartment complex in New York City um, with a bunch of women who loved the Lord and I didn't know what it meant necessarily I was just like oh that's cool like that would be really fun to um, get to live with a bunch of women and worship the Lord together and grow together and you know I didn't really know what to do with that vision so I just kind of tucked it away and I was okay with God um, doing what he would do when he would do it Um, so just continued falling more in love with bringing women together around the word of God and naturally moved to New York City Um, after college to pursue musical theater and um, many of you guys know this about my story I was here for seven months and then made my Broadway debut in Mean Girls and you know of course saw that dream come to life and then the pandemic happened and um, that obviously died um, and kind of was a slow death over the year of the show closing and um during that time I went back home to Arkansas and um a friend of mine showed me a property during the summer of last year and it was a a property in New York City And it was just like in that moment, I saw the vision again of just all the women together in New York living and doing life and worshiping the Lord and um, just this environment of discipleship. And um, I felt like the Lord was like, pray about this again, lean into this. So, I mean, we were in a pandemic so I had a lot of time to just talk to God about it but began um just praying and asking God like what do you want with this um what what do you dream with this um idea that you sparked on my heart in college and um it was during that time that 
um, what is now Rise Collective began to um, come to life. It was just kind of being birthed before my eyes on a Saturday, a random Saturday in the beginning of the pandemic. I think I'd been home for like three weeks and I was just like, I, I knew going back to my time in college, I knew how painful and lonely it was to do life by myself and had then, you know, experienced just how wonderful it is to have people around you who love the Lord in college and then came to New York and found a community really quickly through Church of the City and had all of these wonderful friends and then all of a sudden it was just like, you know, the rug was pulled out from underneath me and I was back at home and didn't have any community um, besides my family and just again this like strand of empathy for people who don't who have been there and know what it's like I'd I'd experienced what it wasn't like and what it was like and um, wanted to do something about it so I put a zoom call out there for women to come to a bible study and um, 150 women showed up on the first Saturday and it was like oh obviously so many people need this just as much as I need this right now and so we started just showing up every single Saturday and um, Helen and Natalia were a part of that with me and we all just like needed each other we showed up week after week and just read the bible together and did lots of bible studies and um it had different names it started out as college girls for Christ <laughs> because it was a lot of girls that were mostly in college and then um I think I called it Laurelie's Bible Study Community for a bit of time because I didn't really know what the name of it was. Um, but I, I say all that because it was during that time that God was prompting me to pray for this house or this apartment living concept. And I got to see him begin to uh, grow this thing through what's now Rise Collective and bring this community of women together from all over the world. From We have a friend in London and a friend in Spain and we had someone coming in from Uganda and like someone who would wake up at 2 a.m. to be on Bible study just because she like needed community so badly. And it just was like, striking me what God was doing and um so just continued continued to press in and ask him like what do you want with this what is this like housing thing gonna look like I didn't even live here in New York like how did how that was gonna come to life I had I really had no idea but just really began fervently praying and um that piece of property was um on a street here in New York called Grove Street and that detail is may not really mean anything to you guys, but it means a lot to me. And I'll tell you why. Because the I lived at home in Arkansas on my family's farm. We had moved out there during the pandemic, and it's um, the name of it is Gosser Grove, and it's just a big grove of trees. And I would go on these walks. Gosh, it's going to make me cry just thinking about it. But I would go on these walks every day. And I was in a literal grove of trees just praying and seeking God. And 
asking him to do what he would want with this vision and like inspire it and bring it to life and he taught me so much about himself and about prayer and um, gave me just detail after detail it would be like press into this thing pray about this like dream about this and we really I don't know it's just such sweet memories of getting to dream about this with God and naturally got um, pretty uh, attached to that piece of property because it was really the genesis of um, that what is what is now like kind of being built before my eyes but um, it was during that time that um, the Lord also spoke to me Jeremiah seventeen seven, which says um, blessed is the man I need to pull it up Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought, and it never bears to be- fails to bear fruit. Um, there's a lot in that (laughs) and I feel like it will probably resurface over and over again as I'm telling this story this season but I think some things that stand out to me are just the blessing and trusting God um but then specifically the the year of drought and never failing to bear fruit that um I didn't know what God would do with this and there's still so many things that I don't know about what he's doing in this story but um, the fact that so much fruit was bared in trusting him in that, that I was just seeing like so much happen and all by God and his power. Um, but just choosing to continue to dream and to continue to trust God in that, um, it was hard, it was really hard because there were so many parts of like even seeing like the death of some dreams in my life and and then trusting that like he he still has good for me even when you see those doors closed and not even knowing what will come or you know if the thing will come to fruition that you're that's faith right just praying that as he guides you that like faith will never hope will never put us to shame faith always um bears fruit and um eventually i did get to come back to new york in in march and of course was like so anticipatory to see this property that i had prayed over and just had like looked at this listing and you know saw it um got to see it and ended up like just reaching out to the real estate agent on zillow and um we scheduled a time to go and look at the property and you guys like I don't have the financing for this I don't have the like none of this stuff really makes sense like I'm a 24 year old girl that is just like hi can I come look at this house in Manhattan and I show up and you know just continue to pray like Lord show me what you want to show me today and um 
ended up forming a relationship with this real estate agent that uh, is kind of a whole story in itself that I'll have to share at some point, but um, just began pressing in more to that property and um, would Natalia and Helen know this, like I'd circle this place in prayer. I would sit outside of this house. Um, I would... um, spend lots of time just like asking God and I I truly believe he he had so much purpose in what he was teaching me um about this project and about um just prayer in the I think Natalia said the word endurance the endurance of just trusting and pressing in um and I really wish I could say that that was um, what, how the story ended. Um, but after a few months of, you know, just believing, I kind of knew what the dream was and that he was doing it and bringing it to life. Um, the house sold to someone else. And if I wish I could like share how or describe kind of how painful that was, but you just like think about that thing in your own life that it's like you have just been waiting on and waiting on and you know you're like I mean I I just go back to the specificity of the Grove Street and like the the trees and the verse he spoke over I think there's so many things in our life where we're like God showed me like all of these specifics and then like right up at the you know brink of what you think that is what he has planned doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go and it leaves you questioning and um that's when the doubt comes in and the fear and the worry and even the like asking myself the questions of like did I even hear you like am I crazy have I just been out here like praying for something that is not of you and um I think what I learned in the um, process of that, I also, I, I want to tell this small story because um, my friend Catherine, she was really struck by it. And I honestly, I'm just like, oh, it's just a normal day praying outside Grove Street. But <laughs> it was actually pretty sad. Um, I was there one day and sometimes I would sit on the steps of the house and the owner came up to me and um I didn't know it was the owner and she looked at me and she was like get off the steps you're trespassing on our property and um I don't it's not really funny but it was just a moment of looking back on that like just devastating that you know, I'm out here having faith and hope and doing everything I feel like I can do to trust God with all my heart and um, just doesn't go that way. I think in that, the house closing and seeing just the... um, that was obviously not what, where he's taking this vision. Um, 
was hard, but in that, God just began to, well, first of all, I will say it was the time of mourning that I had to sit in that, and there was a there were several weeks that I was like, God, I can't look at property. I can't, I can't do this right now because my heart hurts. Like I've been praying around this thing for a long time. And now what, you know, like just that, that doubt and wrestling with that was real. And, um, just having to give it to God I think is a bit has been a big part of it of just seeing that there's no amount of faith I can muster up to like know how to make God's will happen or amount of like prayer to just like force something that I desire into you know fruition um but he really has continued to teach me um as I've you know seen just the next thing unfold and um the next step in this journey and he did end up reviving my desire to um you know look at another property and to continue this journey but his nearness through it all and him just continuing to remind me that he is a good father and he desires our hearts in the midst of it um, more so than just like bringing our I don't know what we want um, into existence and I know that Kelsey talked about that a lot last week of just like how he wants more for us than we can even ask or imagine so thinking of a heavenly father who looks down on his children and um, sees what we desire, knows what we desire, knows what we want more than even we want, knows what will glorify him more than even we could dream up, that is what enables us to and reminds us to trust him is that he really does have the best things in store for us but you know it's that tension of well we do dream things and desire things and trusting him is hard sometimes because it means it means waiting and it means um not knowing how things are gonna turn out but um the faith in the process and continuing I think that is it like not wavering in that trust in him knowing that like even when it doesn't isn't looking the way you thought that you're gonna bear fruit you're going to and he's taking you somewhere like he's not just out here um torturing us um so I God is um, God is bringing this story to life and he is not I think of that verse he's not slow in keeping his promises as some count as slowness and even David this verse has really encouraged me a lot of the um, you are our God your promises are true and you have promised this good thing to your servant when he 
puts things in us. When he gave me that vision in college, he wasn't like that was from the Lord. And I can trust that he is going to work this out in the way that will give him the most glory. So throughout the past several months and now kind of happening before my eyes to I don't want to share the end of the story because there that's hilarious because there is literally no end of the story and I think that is what is um the most like vulnerable part of sharing this right now is it's taking a lot of faith to just share this in faith because I don't know what property is going to end up being what is um this rise collective house here in new york city and um there's one that i really love right now uh that i think makes a lot of sense for the vision um to be able to live in a place with 12 other women um communally to to be able to experience discipleship together and life together and to grow in faith in christ but um God has just gotten me to a place of open hands and I think that's the goal right with so much of life is just like how do we dream and trust in him with open hands knowing that he has more in store than we can understand um so there's there's a lot um that has continued to unfold since um this Grove Street property door was closed and um, I'm going to share more of that in the coming weeks. But I guess where I want to begin is just um, sitting in this with you because I know that, you know, I, I look at Natalia and Helen sitting here and I see this same story of how do we dream continue to dream and trust god um when you know there's so many things in their lives that they have not seen come to fruition that they know like god has put in them to do and to be a part of and to um experience in this life and it's all you know good and they desire to be for god and his glory um, but the journey is just, it feels so hard and long and weighty some days. And even when we see the miracles along the way, we it's hard. It's hard to continue to dream and to believe. So as I am continuing every day to just dream with God and trust that He is who He says He is, um, I just want to invite you to bear witness to this story um, with me because it's one story and it is um, it is beautiful because God is writing it but yours is as well and you are experiencing your own version of this and I just keep going back to Ephesians 3 20 through 21 where it says like now to him who is able to do, he's able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen.
Um, that's it. I mean, we have hope in Jesus Christ, not in our own own lives that we so I'm I'm just so guilty of just trying to build my own life and God is building the kingdom here on earth and um I hope this story is just an encouragement to you I guess over the next several months and I believe I really deeply believe that he is going to do immeasurably more and that um I'm going to see this come to life. I mean, I am seeing it come to life before my eyes. Um, but it would be such a disservice to this story and to the hard-fought-for hope and um, trust in Him to just tell you the end of it and to miss out on, I guess, all these steps that have been um, really, really weighty and angsty and many hard days um, because I think that's where we really really all connect so uh, I think I'm going to stop there but I will end us in prayer because I think that's that's necessary Um, dear God I thank you for um, your empathy I thank you for your compassion in your gentleness. I thank you, God, for prayer that you give us the opportunity to intercede, to dream with you. You're the God of the universe and you look down on us and you delight in responding to our requests, to teaching us how to understand your will, to build things God here on earth that bring you glory Lord how that happens is a miracle and God every single person listening um, Helen and Natalia sitting here with me God they have dreams and they struggle trusting you Um, God we need your help um, to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to believe in the promises you've made us God both eternally and in this life and our little stories that are part of such a big story God we are um, just ordinary people in ordinary places doing things that have um, kingdom weight and so God over this journey on this podcast season God I just pray that you would um, continue to just encourage the listeners and encourage me and build all of our faith God so that we can um, so that we can trust you God so that we can trust you more so that we can be these trees planted by water sending our roots out God never failing to bear fruit in the middle of um tragedy and hardship and pandemics and drought and all of the hard hard things that are going to come our way in this life god that you would um, continue to give us what we need to um, make kingdom disciples god on this earth we 
are so in awe of you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening, friend. I will be back on the podcast next Tuesday morning. This time I'm sitting down with my friend Catherine, who has much to share about this story. If you want to receive an email about the podcast episodes every Tuesday, you can subscribe to the email newsletter in the show description. Thank you, friend, for taking time every week to listen to this podcast. It truly is such a joy to get to be with you. So go in light and in love, and I'll talk to you next week.